Grace and peace be with you all. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming to this meeting. Thank you for making all the effort to be here. All right. Um, today, just to remember you, today is our last day of this meeting here in the church. Okay? And from next week, we are going to, ha to have a very special meeting at the cell at the cell groups, okay? Every cell groups, they are going to meet together next week. And the leader are going to talk to you, they're going to ring you to say the date, maybe it's going to be Saturday, Friday, Wednesday, I don't know the day, but you are, go you are going to celebrate, you are going to have a celebration day because we are restarting our cell meetings after many months, okay, the, uh, this lockdown. <clears throat> and today, I want to keep talking about God's plan for our lives. And you are saved by the work of the cross, right? Are you saved? Yes. Yeah. You are saved by the work of the cross by... What Jesus did at the cross. But the point is, many people near to you are not saved. This is the worst news. I'm happy you are saved. But many people around you in your job, in your school, in your neighbors, they are not saved. And the point is, if they die without Jesus, they're going to spend eternity in hell. This is Jesus' words. And then Jesus gave one commitment to each one of us. Go and make disciples. Why we are here as a church? This is the purpose of the church. To worship the, the Lord and to make disciples. And uh, how to make disciples? We have many ways to make disciples. But today I'm going to talk about the importance of visitation. Okay? Today we're going to talk about the importance of the, of the visitation. And I want to read a verse... Luke 19, verse 6. That says, Zacchaeus climbed down as fast as he could and welcomed Jesus joyfully in his house. Here you know the story I'm not going to talk about, but did you remember on that small, small man, he climbed to see Jesus, and Jesus, today I'm going to go to your house. <laughs> Say, wow. And Jesus loved to be in people's house. And Jesus knew the importance of visitation. So Jesus spent a lot of his time 
teaching and visiting people. Did you know that? Jesus spent a lot of his time. In Matthew 8, 14 and 15, we see Jesus visiting the house of Peter. And there he prayed for Peter's mother-in-law and healed her. And in also Luke 19, you are going to see this story about Zacchaeus. Jesus went to his house and, uh, and he was a tax collector. Was not a good person. <laughs> People who wish to steal money from others. Also, Jesus visited the house of Martha, Mary, and Lazarus frequently. And, and, and they were very special to Jesus. And he became a close friend of the family so much that people commented how much Jesus loved Lazarus. You are going to see that in the Bible, in John eleven thirty six. 36. The visits had a very important role in the ministry of Jesus. He himself trained his disciples to make visits and sent them out two by two to, to make this visit to different houses. You are going to see that in Mark 6, verse 7 to 11. And also after his ascending uh, to the heavens, Jesus continued to seek men to accept his work. Did you know? Even when Jesus was in, in heaven. So, you are going to see in the Bible that Jesus, he... He chose a man called Ananias. He, called, he chose Ananias and sent him to the house where Saul of Tarsus were staying. Ananias visited Saul, consolidated him in his, in his conversion, and laid the foundation for him to become the greater, the great preacher of the gospel. And you are going to see that man, Ananias. He, he God, Jesus appeared to him and said, go to, to, to Saul's house to visit that man. And he was afraid. He was afraid to visit because Saul was a danger man. He was killing Christians. But Ananias was courageous enough, and he went to his house, preached the gospel, consolidated him, teaching him, and that man became Paul the Apostle. So, the challenge is to make the visitation a lifestyle. This is what I want to talk about today. Visit. To visit people should be a lifestyle, not something that you do occasionally or sometimes. As you come to church every Sunday, you need to have that in mind. Visitation as lifestyle. It should be something normal in your life to visit someone. When visiting each person that God places under our responsibility. 
Let us be sure that God will produce the same fruits that the visit of Ananias produced in Saul, the apostle. I have visited many people. And many people that I visited. Then I started with one visit. Then I went the next time, twice, three times, four times. And many people, they are in the church today. Or many people, not, not from this church, but in another place, another church where I was pastor. Or many people, when I wasn't pastor, I had that in my life. I love to visit people, to be in people's, people's house. And I, this is what I want to talk today. How important is the visitation? Or what's the visitation purpose? What's the visitation purpose? First, to establish closer contact with the new believer. We, because we needed to become friend of them. Then we needed to establish this, this contact. Second, to present, to present the genuine interest we have in the new person in Christ. Okay? You need to show this interest. That... He or she is very important. Third, to make the new believer feel loved and aware that he or she now has a new family. Also, if this person came to the church, when you visit her, you say, thank you for coming to the church. Thank you for being with us. This is how we used to do when we, we visit people. Fourth, to probe, to probe or to search what he or she thought or felt in church. If this person came to church, we need to, to search or to probe how he felt when he was here. It's interesting to listen. And also to send the new believer to oneself. If someone comes to the church, please, beloved brothers and sisters, if someone came here to church, at the end say to him, please, on Wednesday or on Tuesday, we have a special meeting and I invite you, let's go together. Because in the church, as I have told you, it's difficult fellowship here among many people, but not in houses. In the house, it's, it's totally different. This is why we are talking about the cell meetings, okay? And also, six, start the, with the person, the consolidation booklet. We have some booklets to help, to consolidate a newborn or people who come the first time or second time to the church. We have this booklet here. It's just nine pages. You are very important to God. This is the first booklet that when someone comes to church, 
Then this is the basic and the foundation principles that we teach people about uh, sin, about uh, the problem of mankind, about G God, Jesus. It's very simple. This is the first booklet. When people come to the church, we teach them about this booklet. Also, we have this another booklet that God's plan for your life. This is consolidation too. This is how we start teaching people. This is a, a basic principle. Okay, it's not something very deep. It's for new Christians. Then when we started this visitation, we started using this booklet. Okay. Also, we needed to get ready for the visitation. We need to prepare for this visitation when you are going to visit someone. How can you prepare to get ready for visitation? First, pray before making contact with the person who you receive the visit. Okay? Pray. Tie a strong man, try or rebook all the power of Satan that is holding that life. Before you visit, before anything, pray. Tie a strong man and pray, breaking the strongholds in that person's mind. If you sometimes you visit someone and they they don't want to listen to you. But if you pray before, you prepare the spiritual environment or all the strongholds that are holding her or him, his mind is broken. Then they are going to listen to you. It's totally different when you pray and you don't pray. Then you need to prepare for this visitation. Always when I am visiting someone, I prepare. Sometimes I fast for that person. And then when you visit them, she opened her house, she opened her heart, she opened everything to and start telling her problems, her struggles, that she's struggling with her marriage, their children. And then you go and say, Jesus is the only way, Jesus is the solution for your life. Amen? Amen. Second. Contact the person and explain your desire to know him or her better and pray for his or her needs. Okay? This is before you need to contact. Before you, you don't just go to the, the person. You contact her. I'd like to visit you. Okay? You contact. Explain why the desire to know him or her better. Third, set a date and time to visit that person. See, and also seeking to be punctual, okay? To go in the exactly time that you said. And also maybe when I visit someone, always I like to bring some gifts or some souvenirs or something to that person. Or even these booklets. I bring and I say, I want to give you this booklet because some... We have printed some of them in like, a, like this booklet. Then I said, I would like to give you this booklet or, or even a book that talk about Jesus. Important, when you visit, 
give something, a souvenir, a gift, something, okay? Some cake, sometimes I like to, to uh, Fabiana prepare some cake or some cheese bread or something nice. So, oh, thank you. And then you are going to win people by belly. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes to receive things. Also prepare yourself spiritually. Prepare yourself spiritually to, mini to minister to the need of the person. Okay? Maybe you know her need. Maybe you know her problem or his problem. Then go prepared to minister, to help him or her in that need. Amen? And also, you need to bring your Bible and to quote the verses from the Bible, what Jesus said, in order to... Everything that you are going to teach is based on the word of God. Okay? Also, at the end of visitation, if you are you and your companion, normally you used to, to say to people to go in two, not alone. The best thing is to... I know sometimes it's hard to find someone to go with you, but always Jesus, when he was sending... His disciples, always he said, go in two, not alone. This is important also. And at the end of the visitation, always pray for the person. Always. When you finish, can I pray for you? Can I pray for your family? Yes. And the people say, yes, sure, no problem. Yeah. Then making the visit now. When meeting, the, when meeting with the person, follow the following steps. First, now it's very simple what I am teaching you, but some people don't know. What, what should I do when I go to people's house? What you say? Then some very basic steps here. Introduce yourself and introduce the person that went with you. Be as pleasant as possible, okay? Second, explain the reason of the visit. Talk about it like if the person came to the church last Sunday, then you are going to visit her in the next week. Say to her, well, you, 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 received, you received a word on Sunday. What... What, what God spoke to you, and maybe she or he or she invited Jesus to her heart, then you need to help her in this decision. Okay? And, and, and also uh, help her to, to, to be very clear about the commitment. That what if she prayed accepting Jesus, you need to say, look, that decision is an eternal decision that for your life. It's an important decision, and you need to make sure that she understood that. Okay? And but sometimes in the first visit, maybe you are not going to go so deep. Maybe. Then 
Sometimes in the first visit, you are going to listen, to listen. You are going to ask some questions, pray for her, but not go too deeply. But in the second visit, then you are going to start going deeply, even to start this booklet, okay? Also, third, share specific biblical text about the need presented, or maybe if she or he said that someone from her family is sick, has what you are going to say to her? You are going to show some verse in the scriptures that Jesus said, if someone is sick, if, if you lay hands over them, they're going to be healed. Or you are going to say, to quote Psalm 103, that said that he is the one who healed our infirmity. Then you, are, you need to show in the Bible something that about her, his or her trouble, the problem that they are. Okay? If, he, if you are able to study the booklet, this booklet... After studying the booklet, pray for the person, and also at the end, ask, when can I come for the next visit? Or, or let the, leave the second visit arranged, okay? You need to be smart. Don't say, go home and say, okay, see you soon. When can we meet together? Next Wednesday, the same time, is it possible for you? Yes, it's okay. Also, when you visit her, introduce the church programs and invite, invite him or her to attend the, all the events of the church. Introduce. In the church, we have the cell meetings on Wednesday. Would you like to go? It's at 7. I, I can pick you up. Then you can help her. Or we have also Saturday's Bible study in the church at 7, from 7 to or half 7. Then you start saying what happened in the church. And also we have our service on Sunday. This is how we should proceed. If this person cannot come to church, say, I can pick you up. If you have no car, ask to someone to help you to bring these people, to collect these people. All right? Another purpose of the visit is to try to insert the new Christian in the vision of the church that, and to involve him or her in all activities according to his age and availability of time. If it's young, you need to say, oh, you have a young meeting, youth meetings on Saturdays. If she has children, you are going to say, ah, oh, we have some activities for children on Sunday. All right? All right. The consolidator that it's you Normally, we call the person who helps others consolidator. Why? Because the person who took, took the decision 
like he needs someone and this person is the consolidator is the one who's going to consolidate the other's faith because many people they don't know anything about God and you you should be the consolidator the one who is going to consolidate him or her in his faith Uh, also, we have many things. Uh, at the end, I'm going to give you a sheet that with some things that you can uh, you can talk to the people. For example, if you visit someone that he has problem in the mind, then you can share Romans. Romans 12, renewing of the mind. If you say, oh, I don't know, my mind is confused. But the Bible says we can, our minds can be renewed through the word of God. And also, if it, the problem in the heart, Proverbs 4, 23, or then about feelings, then you need to... Know some verse and have this verse in order to minister to them. I can give you this list, okay? Uh, then also, in, if the problem is in the, in the spirit or in the body or in the relationship, maybe many people, they have a problem in their relationship with family. Ephesians 5, 21 to 521 and 64. And also, if the people have problem with others, Ephesians also 6, 5 to 9. Then if the people have problem in finances, financially, what the Bible says, many verses that you can share in the Bible. Okay? But now let's go ensuring. The success on the visit. Okay? Uh, first, be careful with your personal presentation. Remember that you are representing Christ. Okay? You are representing your church and also God's image. And you are ambassador of Christ. Remember that. You are representing Christ and you are representing your church. Then be careful with your presentation. Second, speak and speak and listen. Speak and listen. Don't go to someone's house and started talking, 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 talking for one hour. Don't do that, please. Please, don't do that. Have a conversation with the person instead of preaching. Pastor, preach. This is my job. I, I am here to preach, okay? This is my job. But when I go to someone, for, to visit someone, I, I'm not preacher. I go and say... I would like to listen to you. How are you? I dare to listen. I'm not a preacher, okay? Then don't go to someone to preach in their house. 
because the new believer will feel free to talk about his or her problems. Because you need to be a good listener. You speak, but also listen to them. Because the new believer should trust you to, and to feel free to talk about their problems. B, avoiding gesticulating near to the person too much and don't talk against his or her religion. Okay? If someone um, has different, belongs to one religion, doesn't matter. Don't talk against his or her religion, please. You should present something better, not, it's, it's, it's like you have something that it's yours. Maybe it's a dirty water, but offer a clean water to the person. If you offer something better, she's going to change because she receives something better. But when you say what you have, is that rubbish? You are destroying the relationship. Offer something better. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Normally, I used to do that with children. Have you seen when a child gets a lollipop and start eating and go to the floor, a lot of hair, dirty, try to take from her? No, 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 no. But give one big one. Big one. Look, look. I said, Ooh, but give me yours. Okay. Then, but she's going to change because it's bigger, better, nicer, sweeter. This is how we should work with people. Never say, your religion are going to bring you to hell. Some people, they say that. You are going to hell. You, you Muslim, are you... Uh, you don't attack others' religion. Show what we have. Jesus. How much he changed your life. Amen? Never attack others' religion. Never, ever. Because it doesn't work. But you have many things to say about your beloved Jesus. Okay? Then you are going to bring a nice and good lollipop to that ch child. And it's going to say, I want yours. I don't want this one because this one is terrible. It's dirty. Do not disagree with your friend because it does not cause good impression. Or, and also never disagree with people about anything. Sometimes he or she doesn't believe in something. I was teaching, I was preaching to my neighbor. And then her mom, mom passed away, passed away. And I said to her, I'm gonna pray for you, for your, she said, no, no, don't need to pray for me, pray for my mom. But her mom passed away. Then I said, I could say, I don't pray for dead people. <laughs> but she said, please.
this. Uh, okay, I'm going to pray for you all. I said to her. I didn't say I'm going to pray for your mom because your mom passed away. There is no point to pray. And even this week, some people from another church here near to us. I don't want to say the name. Someone from the church. She said for us to pray for her nephew that passed away. For his life. People, they don't know Bible. And then... Never disagree with people. Because you need to gain their attention. And you need to, uh, to show something better. Never disagree or condemn her or him. Because they don't know that. Because then you're going to say, oh, pastor. Then I'm going to say lie. No, there is time for everything. There is a time. Don't worry. Because when you become friend, when she, when she have one encounter with Jesus, then she's going to listen to you. Then you are going to teach her everything right. Then you are going to teach her about tithes and offerings, but not in the first or second visits. No, of course not. We need to be smart. Sometimes we are fighting with people when we are visiting them. No, we need to be Smart or to have the mind of Christ. Do not speak at the same time, also. Be gentle, don't be rude, okay? When she, he or she finished speaking, then he started speaking. Should, we should have a conversation. Be always on time, okay? Be always. Christians should be always on time. And this is the next point. If you say, I'm going to visit you, this is at 7 or at 8. Don't go half past 7 or go on time. Should This is a point, my beloved brothers. Christians should have character. Character. Because everyone... They fulfill their times in everything. If you have to go to some uh, in the government or if you have one appointment there, in the doc, everyone should walk in the correct time. Then this is the next point. Be always on time. Never get late at the person's house. Okay, never. And never exceed also the time of visit. This is another point. We should go on time in everything, in all our meetings, and also never exceed the time, mainly for visitation. It's better the person. You visit her or him, and they like that you gave just, um, not, you gave not too much, but it was enough, then too much, and... This is for, it's just too much for me. It's like when you eat a lot of food. Then you are, but maybe you receive just a nice food, but it's little. Wow, this food was nice, and I want you to eat more next week. <laughs> and you are starving or hungry to receive more. But sometimes you speak for two hours, three hours. This is not, don't work in visitation, okay? 
Because we are talking about visitation. Don't work. Then go on time. And then don't extend more than one hour. Because this is a visit. It's a new Christian. Okay? Be clear and ob ob objective. Be clear what you, you want to do there. To introduce yourself. If you know the problem, go to the problem that she or he has. Give the, the Bible teachings about that circumstance. And at the end, pray for him or for her. Okay? Also, it's simple, but go, don't, do not go on meal time. <laughs> okay? Don't go on meal time. Because sometimes they are preparing their meal. They are not going to listen to you. They are eating. It's not nice. Go or after. This is the reason you should ring and, and set a time for this visitation. Amen? Um, do not take children with you. Okay? This is important. Why? Because sometimes you cannot talk. If children... When you are doing some visit... The best thing is to go with someone, adults, because Jesus always sent to, then two, two by two. And then the best thing is two adults, or if it's not possible. Never also, we, we say, I, I never visit a woman in their house without Fabiana. Never. I don't enter in anyone's house without my wife. I can visit a woman, yes, no problem. But always if I visit one woman, my wife is with me. If a woman is there and I, I'm going to visit you, never ever, okay, never ever, no man visit a woman or woman visit a man herself. If the couple goes, okay, if, he, if your husband cannot go with you and it's a man, don't go, say, we are going. Then you need to set another time. This is another rule for visitation, okay? Uh, do not contend with the person we have talked. Remember that the main purpose of your visit is to thank the person for his or her visit to the church or the cell. And check how is her life after the decision for Jesus Christ. This is the purpose, all right? And one, another simple one, but it's important. Assure yourself that your breath smells good. <laughs> okay? Yeah, this is also important. <laughs> I remember a pastor. He wants to pray for a person. And he asked her, uh, how are you feeling? And, and, and she said, I am feeling bad breath. <laughs> His bad breath. <laughs> what are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling. <laughs> and he was an American preaching in Brazil. But he dis, didn't understand what, <laughs> what she said. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to talk. 
talk about the importance of visit very quickly. From the first visit, the consolidator will have the mission to personally assist the new believer, leading her or him to a cell group and keeping personal contact with him or her. Every week, the consolidator should arrange a meeting to discuss topics that the church has addressed in that last service. The consolidator should be zealous in regard to the weekly visits, not ceasing to make them. Please, don't cease to make the visit because they will be important in the consolidation of the new believer. If there are problems with the location and times, try to find appropriate solutions. Remember that leaving a baby for a long time without care means it's death. Did you, did you get what I say? Remember that leaving a baby for a long time without cares means his or her death. The Bible says... That if we do not born again, we cannot enter the, the kingdom of God. And those who start coming to the church, they are babies. Babies. Baby cannot stay alone for long periods. They need assistance. They need help. Then this is the point we are losing many people because they come here and then say, okay, now he can walk by himself. No, we need to be there preparing milk, giving milk, preparing some light food and, and, and helping them to know the Lord. Amen? Then general observations to finish. Try to finish the consolidation Booklet, booklet one on the, on the second visit and start the booklet two on the third visit, okay? At the, at the beginning of the consolidation process, try to teach one lesson per week. This is, but sometimes it's not a problem if you don't, you don't give one lesson per week. It's not a problem. You can give half and another week give half. The important is you should talk to the person. He or she needs to open his or her heart to you and you help because they need to be helped. Talk about the encounter also. The encounter is the retreat that we have here in the church, but we need to prepare for this time and sometimes take a long time. But you need to say that she needs to be prepared for the encounter with God. And also, after more, the second booklet, when you finish, you should start talking about her baptism. Okay? Uh, fourth, give him or her a lift to every meeting. Sometimes people need some help for cell meetings, Sunday selves, youth meetings, or other church activities. Always take your Bible with you, okay? Wherever I go, 
I have it with me. Wherever I go, so if I am in church, if I am in the prayer meeting, if I am in the discipleship, if I am, ever, wherever I go, I have my Bible. Six, always end your visit praying for the needs of the new believer. Always end praying for them. Because prayer are going to perform miracles. Pray for them. Okay, Pastor Fabiana. Now, now we, we have some questions. And I want to ask you right now. I have a question to you. Is visiting people your lifestyle? Just think about it. Is visiting people your lifestyle? To visit people was Jesus' lifestyle. You are going to see in the Bible, you're going to read, have many verses. We had no time to read all of them. But normally Jesus used to walk, teaching his disciples, and then going to someone's house. In that house, he healed people. Then he blessed them. And then he used to go to another house. It's a, it was how Jesus lived. And then we needed to have this visitation as lifestyle. Not something that you're going to do once a month. Or I don't know how long it takes for you to visit someone. Because like we as a Christian, my beloved brother, we should love people. How can you, sh how can you show that you love people? Visit them. If you don't like to be with people, sorry, this is not normal. You as a Christian. If you are a Christian, you should love to be. I don't know what should be with my life without people. Because I love to be with people. Always helping, preaching, teaching. Okay? Then, visit should be our lifestyle. 